0: Good evening. Good evening. Hi, Ryba. Hi, how
1: are you? I'm doing fine. How's your ankle? I won't know if it's any better till I take the next x ray, which is um, February 1st. Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) What happened to your ankle?
1: I made a wrong step off the sidewalk and I fractured a little. Oh,
2: yeah. <clears throat> so, so are you able to move around a little bit how did you get the Makarot done this week
1: <laughs> what uh, how you I get went, the Makarot done I went, went out to Barilun oh okay last week you didn't have access I know today I had okay. and I can get around a little. I'm just, uh, even though I have a boot that doesn't fit well, I'm waiting for the fitted boot, which should be arriving at the end of the week. So I can put that on and go to the office and to school. How are you feeling,
0: Reverend Adler?
1: Doing okay. Doing okay. Wow. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thank <laughs> you. Oh.
1: Okay, Rabotai. Welcome, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Um, we are on Davchof Gimel Aleph, five lines from the bottom, where the Gemara introduces a new brisa of concerning gihuts, um, which is starched clothing or pressed clothing. But we have um, two he'a wrote from the previous sugya. Uh, which touch upon something we did not discuss. And one is a chidush that I would say the overwhelming majority of the people attending this particular share. In fact, I would say all of the people at this share will not necessarily agree with, the, with these Rishinim's conclusion. The Gemara here has talked about the previous sugya, spoke about under what circumstances is a woman uh, whose hus- uh, who's a-, a husband whose wife died so the Gemara had said, the Bryce had said that he's not permitted to remarry another woman until three regalim or according to Rabbi Yehuda two regalim plus or two regalim whatever that was I'm not going to repeat that so um, the Gemara only discusses a situation of where someone's wife died. The question is, as here the Rav Menashe Klein in Shut Halachot Ketanot was asked the question, what, does our Gemara also apply if he divorces his wife? So would he, we say that he should not remarry anybody Aside from the three months of Havchana, to see who the uh, father of this particular is, either her previous husband or um, the first husband, um, is he permitted to remarry her without waiting the Gil Ragalan? So let's uh, Somebody was married to two wives. The Giresh is achas mehem, and he divorced one of them. meiso hashniya, and then the second one uh, died. Im lichnos es Is he permitted to remarry his divorced wife within three regalim, or is he obligated to wait Gimel regalim? To be Machsah as you well know, is a mitzvah dal raisa, to remarry your divorced wife, provided that you did not marry anyone else in the interim. Those circumstances, so if you want to do a mitzvah under those circumstances, do you have to wait the requisite three regalim, according to the Tanakhama to uh,
0: get married or not? Rabbi, what is the source in the Torah that it's a mitzvah to remarry Grushasa? Because the Pasuk uses the expression
1: that uh, It will be in the Gemara Darshans, yeah, it's a mitzvah. Uh, it's a mitzvah in the Parsha of Gerushin. It uses the word yeah. I have got the rest of the Pasuk. And from there Chazal learned that it's a mitzvah to do so. So,
3: so-, so how come when a Kohen uh, does that
1: there's still a Chalav? Because he can't, because a a, a not allowed to marry a chalav. That's why.
3: Oh, Kohen's I mean, not allowed
1: to marry a grusha.
3: But doesn't Even the mitzvah grusha. The, the mitzvah doesn't cancel that? No. Even that, the mitzvah daraisa.
1: It's it's a very good question, but uh, it it's a good question, but it does not override the isur the lav of um of uh, of. That he's not allowed to marry a grusha. Isha grusha me lo yikaf. Yeah. If it would be a mitzvah asse that says black on white, perhaps Khazal would apply the rule, ase do Khalotas. But it's not it's not exactly, you know, written any place. Mitz, you know, the Torah doesn't say tachzi tahzi grusha so it's dashing from a word. You know, so you have that. It's not may not be the most serious rush on the planet, and as a result, the halach is that a kohen is not permitted to be ma'aser grushaso. It
2: it, it would also totally vitiate the lav if every time would be a mitzvah to be be married your your grushaso. Then there'd be no case where there'd be a lav in place. So I say Halota say usually applies when there's two separate activities, two separate events. Correct. (laughs) Here, it would be, it would totally vitiate the love.
3: Right. You would have the regular regular case where Cohen marries a Grusha that he never married before. That would be the
1: case. I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is very true. Right? It's not Nazi. Yeah.
3: But in this Shiloh, the only reason he's, it's even permissible is because they were married simultaneously, the two women.
1: So why is that going to make any difference?
3: Because it the would have been, I guess, if you divorced and then you're still married to the second wife prior to her death, that's an intervening wife.
1: Okay, Let, let's see what that's it's, I hear what you're saying. Let's see what he says. So he answers that the chuva is tamba de regalim. Um, the reason for waiting three regalim. So Toisvis actually says that there are three reasons why you're not permitted to remarry until three Yom and pass by. And we've always been dealing with the second, which I'll mention in a minute, based on the fact that most Rishonim select Toisvis' second um, explanation as the valid reason. His first reason is, Shiloh <laughs> Yishkach we don't want him to forget um, the love that he had expressed for his first wife. who was his first wife. So let him mourn a little longer. And as a result, until Shalosh Regalim passed by, uh, he will still have that opportunity to, ex- to manifest or express that love that he, uh, that he uh, developed for his wife. Number two is the phrase that we've heard all the time, there shouldn't be the image of two women in bed, his current wife plus his previous wife. Number three, um, that perhaps if he doesn't exactly like the new wife that he married, he will bring up the first wife in order to um, provoke her. Eh, you know, you bring that silent. My wife, when she made a cholent, it was never burnt, never burnt. Mm-hmm. Or a couple of other things which might be of a more personal nature. And it's never right to place one wife uh, against the second. So, under those circumstances, there are three express reasons. So, he, and I'm going to read it right now, the Rabbanashic Klein says, uh, What's the reason the Gimurgan? So that the first one will be somewhat forgotten, and he won't have two images in his mind at the time when he has relations with his new wife. The Gemara says in the he shouldn't be drinking out of this cup and thinking about the other cup. If a guy divorced his wife, obviously he had enough of her uh, while he was married. So there is no concern that he's going to bring up her image while he's having relations with the second wife. Because if he still loved her, why did he divorce her? So uh, there's no reason to suspect that he needs a time period to cool off from his relationship from his first wife. So, says Rabban Menashe Klein, that since I accept, and most we shine him, accept the second answer of Teisvis, therefore I am ready to rule, I am ready to rule that it does, only applies to Mesa Ishto, but it does not apply to Ishto Girushaso. It does not apply to Ishto Girushaso. That's what he says. Yeah. That's one uh, um, new thing which we did not see last time. Then there is a second issue, which as I said, I don't, I, it's obviously going to depend on everyone's relationship with their wife. But the question in page number two, asked in this collection of Chuvos, Seil HaChachma, we've had him before, he discusses two things. Number one, the uh, minhag, it's not a halacha per se, but it's a minhag, that um, if, you, if you were married to a woman, Whose name was uh, Ruchala. And now she dies. And now they propose a Shidduch with another woman who happens to be named Ruchala. So he raises the question based on the logic, not of the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't talk about such a thing, but on the logic of the Gemara, would this particular Isur apply? Particularly the logic of Toys. Tosfus. And uh, in the times of Rishonim, they extended this to the following situation. Are you permitted to marry a woman uh, whose mother, and in which case your mother-in-law, would have the same name as your wife? So many Rishonim say you're not allowed to. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if you're going to be calling Ruchala to, to the bedroom... Who might show up? Your mother-in-law. You're not going to notice it when she comes in. Or even when she comes into bed, then you'll have relations with your mother-in-law, which is anissa doraisa. So therefore, in order to protect yourself, again, today it's not the greatest chashash in the world, but anyhow, it's quoted by a lot of rishonim. So he raises the question that if somebody divorced his wife, and now, or his wife died, And now they're reading a shidduch who's uh, um, uh, is uh, can can the woman um, can the man remarry? And then he applies it in the reverse. What happens if the wife uh, the husband died? And now they're setting up a shidduch for her to remarry. And the name of the second guy is the same as the name of the first guy. Is that prohibited for the exact same reason?
0: But is that only for a period of Shalosh Regalem or just forever? The concern about Shalosh the, nope. Regalem? They are only willing to
1: extend it at Shalosh Regalem because the Gemara says after that time erodes the memory, even though one can debate that as well. So but, it, but that's what the Gemara
0: says. But it seems that at the time of the Roshonim, uh, the hypothetical that you just gave with the two Ruchalas, a mother in law and the daughter, that you could name that people were naming their children after living uh, parents. Because if the mother is named, if the, yeah. if the wife is Ruchal and the, her mother is Ruchal, yeah. they still do it today in the Sephardic world. Uh, right, in the Sephardic. But I so thought. They were talking about a Sephardic woman. Doesn't Sephardic to the generation.
1: What? No, they don't. Generation. No, I thought. I thought. I thought, no. the case,
3: I thought the case was where the daughter, the future wife, has the same name as his own mother. Right. That, that's what I was thought that whole thing. was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or. No. no, it could be her own mother, his own mother, or it could be the mother-in-law. One of the two. Okay. Um. Yeah. So here he's going to say something actually <coughs> almost outlandish, but he's going to say it. And it's a good point nonetheless, because the Gemara doesn't talk about the reverse case. So then he writes on the top. Um nishal kvod ha-dram nagad al-dvar isha grusha shaka'es ish shishmo kishen bala harishon im nachon shi Zel lo zel. Ekvoid harav hagoen mayvi misayfer chachmas nefesh shikasav im yesh lo adam isha umesa lo yisa acherah sheshma kishem harishona omeis baal isha lo sikach baal sheshma kishem arishon ki yechashvu acharishon because they'll always be thinking about the first one. Always about the first one. And so he raises that particular question. And he comes to the conclusion that Alpidin, there is nothing wrong with it. I can't find the Gemara that ever said anything about it, about the same name. But Eitzhah Toiva is not to do so. Eitzhah Toiva is not to do so. Not to do so. And if you go to where it says letter bet, he's going to quote the Machlokas that we just made reference to. Isa b'mayit katan, tona rabbanan, kolamid yom l'nesuin ishto osso lisa isha acheres at shiavro g'ma ayin V'ayin tois v'sham shloy sh'tanim lozer. Omnom harishonim haramban haritva haran besugya sham after three Yom Tovim laps, uh, the memory of his wife will be totally forgotten. Midato at the time when he is now going to have relations with the next uh, uh, woman. Simchas Yantiv brings about the capacity to forget about this. I think a psychologist would have an, a field day with that explanation. Simchas Yantiv helps you forget about your first wife. Now listen to this. This is all when what? When what? When, when the husband is facing the prospect of his wife dying, he cannot remarry somebody at What happens if a wife? Has a husband who passed away? Does the Gemara say that the woman is not permitted to remarry at Sholosh Regali? No, it does not. So, based on the Gemara which we read, how long will you tell this woman not to remarry? Ninety days. Well, Shloishim because of Avelos, and then ninety days because of Havchana. Exactly, that's it. But not May regular regal. So he's asking. Why doesn't a woman have the exact same concern that if she gets remarried after a month or three months, under those circumstances, uh, maybe she'll be thinking about the first husband. So make sure you start with your dreary faces right now. Make sure you start dreary faces. Bruce, get that dreary face up there. <laughs> dreary face. Your wife doesn't have to wait three months so that she forgets about the love of her first husband. And there won't be two characters or two images in bed. She can technically halachically get married right after the shloshim. If you want to take into consideration that she might have had a child, okay. But if she's an elder woman, many have asked that question: Do you have to wait the three months if you're no longer of childbearing age? So there's a machlokes about that, but we're not going to talk about it. Vahatam, Loze Mavua Bamardachai, Move of the Base Yose, Behen Ubataz, Bishaksham, Lafisha Isha, Becholduhu, Nicholah, Vishochas, Avas, Bala Harishon, Acha Lamidio. We are a bunch of sad sacks. Absurdity, actually. We are, I, I agree, I, I just I can't mouth the words that a woman. Is pleased with very very little, and she is prepared or does forget about her first husband after thirty days. It is a lawyer that they should make such a that he should make such a distinction, and he's quoting um, the base Yosef, who cited the Martechai. And I have the Beis Yosef here, so don't blame this B'zeil Achakma if you can blame somebody much greater than that, the Beis Yosef. Yeah. So let's take. Um, let us take. Let's isn't take. Morde, isn't Mordechai the earlier? Isn't Mordecai earlier? Of course, much earlier. Mordechai was a Rishon, the Rebbe of the Rush. Hmm. Of course, is, this, is,
3: is this all related to the idea that we that the Gemara brings down that? Women prefer to be married. Is this
1: related to that whole thing? It's almost just the... It's possible that a woman is always looking to get married, but that doesn't answer this question that she forgot about her first husband. If she she does want to get married more than a man.
0: Um, so if you go to, for a second... I'm sorry, Rabbi, where did they get all this stuff from? About it, it's the subcategory, the subclassification of women's psychological being. Where, where does this, do, do they have anything, or it just, we think women are like that. It's, where does it come from? Does it have any foundation in halacha and anything? I'm not quite 100% sure. I'm not quite
1: 100% sure where it came from.
3: Same thing about women wanting to be married and therefore willing to tolerate a lot, which is clearly not true.
1: Okay. Perhaps.
2: On the other hand, we shouldn't judge statements that were made 2,000 years ago or 1,500 years ago based on today's values.
1: It's
0: real factual. Women saw saw herself differently. Years later.
1: You're right. It's still very different times.
0: But it still had to have a root in something.
1: Yeah, I I, I am not. it, It had something to do with women in general, obviously. It had something to do with women in general. Well, the Chazaka that Moshe is referring to that's that's
2: uh very Salvechik, has that rooted in in, crea- the story, in, in creation of, in story of ratios right so uh,
1: yeah but i i i don't know in the story in the, i never heard the rub extended to that that the love of a wife by a husband is stronger than the love of the wife of the of the life of the husband is stronger for the wife then the the love of the wife is stronger than her husband. No, no, right. I,
2: I, no, I'm not. That that I, I don't I never. I'm not saying he did, but maybe Moshe is right that the that the the force of the drive or the that 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 the Gemara does express that a woman prefers to be married is a, is a cause that would uh, 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 not compel, but is a motivating factor to her to get married even. At the expense of the memory of her first husband.
0: The two are not mutually exclusive. She may want to remarry, but that doesn't mean that it erases her, her the memory cells.
3: Yeah, I brought that up as a connection. Not that I, you know, I, not that my opinion matters yeah. very much. But I mean, when we start delving into the psychology of women, I mean. Who knows? We don't know what the heck we're talking about. Of men either, but okay, women even less. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Just with throwing questions,
1: why does shikha take place at all? I think shikha is only relevant. In a case of death, that there was a bracha to the world that after twelve months after Yud Beis Chodesh. But why should there be shikha at all in a case of uh, divorce? Um, It's a good question. It really is. It really is a good question. But this case case is a case of misa. That's the case.
3: And also, Tulsus brings up the idea of shicha. It seems to be this idea of drinking from two so is a distasteful—no pun intended.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I photostatted only the um, base Yosef that's not related to. Uh, that does not quote this Mordechai that I was looking for. And it's probably the next page. <laughs> here's the rush ready. Okay. So those are the two things that I wanted to mention um, as being something new uh, about the Halach of Mesa Ishto. Uh, you have to wait at uh, Gimur Ragalim. Gimur Let's continue the next Gemara. Eh, Tanarabana. Koshloshim Yom legehutz. Uh, all thirty days, you are not permitted to wear clothing which are meguhatzim. What exactly is meguhatz? We'll see. There are a variety of opinions. Echot kalim chadashim, the Echot kalim yishanim. Whether it's new clothing or old clothing, there are mitoch Machbeish is like the press, which uh, our cleaners is used today to really striking that uh, um, um, the fold or the crease um, of the garment that you're wearing and it really and it uh, they used to add a lot of starch and it had this very stiff look but that was considered uh, an added treat so an ovel is not permitted to wear kalim meguhatzim um, and we Okay, so let's read on the Gemara a little. Rebbe Omer, lo asru elo kelim chadashim bilvat. Rebbe said that it only applies to new utensils and not to old one. New clothing, not old clothing. Rebbe Reb Shimon Omer, lo asru elo kelim chadashim. Rebbe Reb Shimon also says, kelim chadashim, livanim, they have to be white only white shirts uh, and white garments would, um, would be the Isur. Abaye nofak begarda the Sarbala kerebi. Abaya, uh, when he was in Ovel, went out with a, um, an old garment, which was white, which they starched and put under the garbol um because he um um he held like Rebbe that there's no Isur if the garment is an old one, only chadashim, only new ones. Rava Nafik be evlo bachimusta romisa sumakta khadati, a red uh, shirt that came from Rome, O kidas rapshimon revelaz who said that even new garments, it does not apply to unless they are white. But if they are any other color um, under those circumstances, it does not apply, does not apply. So let's take a look at um, what some of these, what the comments are concerning um, Gihuts, concerning Gihuts. So if you take page 6 for a moment, which is the Rush in Siman Nun Gimel, the Rush writes, Rabbanan, Kol yom Lamid, kol Lamid yom le geihutz, echot kelim chadashim v'achkelim yishanim, yotze mitachas hamachbeish. Rebi yomer lo Aswel le kelim chadashim, gulvad, rebalazeram shimen lo kelim chadashim white, new ones, that came along to Rabbi Lazar and Shimon, and we Paskin like Rabbi Lazar Shimon, because the Gemara brought a story of Rava that he went out with a new garment, but it was red. So why did the Gemara bring uh, this story? If the Gemara, if the Halacha was not like Rabbi Shemin, the Gemara would have said, Maselistar, Listar, you're bringing me a story to contradict the Halacha? So it must be that the Halacha is like Rabbi Lazar Shimon. The uh, harav and behim naisa rumisa sum kata khadatak rabbis rabb of Everybody quotes this rivid. call lamid yom legehuts, perush, lil bosh, kalim meguhatzim, benkli tsemer, pishtan. Whether they are cotton or flax, linen. The chain mefurash um, the Gemara said that you're not permitted to wear clay pishton, uh, which were meguhats in um, on Shabbos, in which Tishabah comes out on it. <coughs> So apparently, um, the Gemara challenges that halacha of clay pishton, ain Bohemishim Gehuts. Because they didn't allow you to wear it on Shabbos Chazorim. What they allowed clay pishton during the Shloishim is just to wash them and save them for later. Masha ain kain beklit so by the three weeks, they were a little more machmir, and they did not allow you to to wash clay semer and starch them for later. Uh, however by an avel the you're allowed to wash them and the only pro and you're allowed to starch them the only prohibition is to wear them and that's the way it's written in avel Rabasi. in uh, that's the Masachet, uh, masachet uh, smachot ketzad kela Anything that comes out from underneath the press. Fine. Now, the Russian air Chidosh in the next bracketed paragraph, Od Neroli. Kimo Shaosur lil Lilbosh Kaf Osur L'Hatzia Tachtov, Tov Ve'alav Balayla Shain Ha Lavishad Haguf says the rush, and this is actually also in the name of the Raivid, that it doesn't only include Lavishas Bigadim, it even includes using them as sheets or pillowcases. You cannot use starched clothing or starch sheets and pillowcases. Um to sleep on during the Shiva or during even the Shlashim. And um, I could have said that in order for something to be Asur, you require two things, Hana'a and Ri'ya. Hana'a and Ri'ya, he says in the next line, the Tomar, the next line, the middle of the first line, Shema Hano'as Hari'ya perhaps it's not enough that you're wearing it and there is physical pleasure by wearing it. But it has to be, you have to know that you're wearing it and see it in order to advertise to people that, um, that you're not wearing it during, uh, during the Shloshim. Or if you are wearing it, it's wearing something that they allow. Avul sadin balayla, but sheets at night. Hanoasagufika reiyo leka. Answers the rush. Im Imkain bayom nami mishkachas in heter. Imyublish osam tachas begadim achirim shlo yiro osam. If seeing them is a criteria, and the assumption is you cannot see them at all at night can't see them at all at night. It's impossible, at least at that time. So if Hanoas Re'iya were indeed a criteria, and therefore you want to allow using sheets, you should also allow somebody to wear a shirt of a white starched garment, as long as there is another shirt on top of it, so that you can't see it. So it must be that since nobody allows an Ovel to wear a starched garment, underneath a sheet, underneath a shirt, must be, (coughs) must be, excuse me, must be that even if you can't see it, there's no hanas re'iya, as long as there is hanas ha'guf, it is asr. And there is hanas ha'guf, not only when you wear things, but even when you uh, sleep on them as well, and put them as sheets and, um,
0: sheets, and pillowcases. Rabbi, what is the significance of pishtan and semer? What about wool? What the- so By wool, it certainly
1: applies. In fact, in the time of the Gemara, based on the Torah, the Torah never heard of cotton and never heard of flax. Um, the halachas of garments were always only clay, um, um, clay love on what we call only white, uh, not only white, but it has to be um, made out of wool, cleit semer, that's it. But anything else, in fact, Ramesha has a whole tshuva. If you wear a four-cornered garment of cotton, do you have to wear tzitzis? If you wear a four-cornered garment of pishton do you have to wear tzitzis? So Ramesha writes, make a you don't have to. Uh, because a beged in the Torah is only wool, clayt semer.
0: But according, but here the, we're talking about pishdan wool and linen.
1: That's the only thing,
0: right? But what is the significance here? Why is one considered to be of a? Why make a well, distinction then between pishdan and the other and kitesimer? Because it obviously didn't have that much hashivut.
1: Most people did not wear those things, and hence perhaps they didn't prohibit it to an ovel either. Hmm. Yeah, Ubi Rushalmi Mafarish continues the rush right next to Halacha Ches Mafarish Al Ovei Veimo Asar Lulbos Kalem Meguhatzim Ad Yud That you have to wear. You're not allowed to wear starch clothing until Yudbei's Khodesh. Chodesh. However, Ube uh, Evo Rabasi and in masachet Smachot in Peretesis it says the yigaru bo Javeiro, at kan devri so what does the rivid establish an equation between what and what if he says achiego bo what does he establish an equation between what and what correct with tisporet so just as by tisporet you're allowed to take a haircut achiego bo so too in relationship to Kli Migu Hatzin, Uh once a Yom Tov comes, then if somebody says you look terrible not wearing meguhatz, then you can wear it. But it's only one Yom Tov. So it's a very funny, it's an unusual type of expression of Avelis. It's talking about father and mother. And father and mother, it's not Shloishim, it's beyond Shloishim, but it's not Yud Bet Chodesh. It's until the first Yom Tov, and you require, um, and you acquire, um, and that's the same thing for Tisporet. Tisporet is not usher until the end of the year, but it doesn't end at the shloshim. You have to wait until someone, you don't have to wait for a yomtov, but you have to uh, wait until somebody tells you you really need a haircut. And other rachlanim explain that the reason by Tisporet. It can be any time. You don't have to wait for a Yom Tov. It's because a guy can look like a slob in the middle of the month of Shvat as well. But Kalin Megu, Sim usually were reserved for Yom Tov and that's why it would not be as noticeable if he was not wearing it um, in the month of Shvat. But if the Yom Tov of, of Pesach comes then and he's not wearing it, that would be um, something, he looks terrible uh, for Yom Tov. So that's a second opinion the harambam um, number one Lohiks kir Mahbesh Klalin necessarily mentioned the word that it has to be under this press. Ki hu wrote Selomar the Mahbesh Lokai ela Al Yashanim. It only applies to new, old clothing rather. Abu chadashim, brand new clothing, lo boy new clothing are prohibited automatically. Prohibited automatically. You don't have to worry about um, whether or not it went underneath the press or not. However, from our sugya, we don't see any distinction whatsoever, and um, uh, it's all pro- permissible right after the shloshim. So there are three opinions. The Raivit's opinion is, or uh, the Rosh's opinion is, that um, for father and mother, it's us, or it's actually the Roshalmi all year, during uh, all 12 months for the father and mother. A second opinion is until Regel comes and Atshiyigo by Havero, and according to uh, the simple pshat of our Gemara, it takes place um um, only until the Shloshim and after the Shloshim there's no difference between the five Avelim and the father and mother uh, for all seven Gihutz is Asr only during the Shloshim so let's take a look at who says what l'halacha. I have the Rambam and the Mechaber if you take a look at page 7 He limits it to white and new, exactly right, like Rabbi Lazar, as the Gemara indicated. if they were colored clothing and starched mutar? Even if they were not new. So the Rambam writes that just like the inferences from our Gemara, that makes no distinction between Av and Aim versus the other uh, relatives. And the Isur is only for during the shloishim, And it's limited like Rabbi Lazar to new white clothing. Anything that's not white, anything that's not new, the Easter of Gehuts does not apply.
3: He does also doesn't talk about whether it's underclothing or sheets, doesn't
1: make any talk of that. He does not make any distinction about that. That is correct.
3: And I would think, I mean, if we're talking but about... But he wrote
1: the word Lil Boche.
3: Right, which may, but the thing is, I, I would think that in terms of Matthias, that that distinction is actually the opposite starch clothing is not comfortable you would. i'm just saying the, unless there's some other different process you know the, the only purpose of a starch clothing is to look nice i mean i don't i don't think sleeping on starch sheets would be a comfortable experience
1: so okay. just a comment can you try it first and let us know if, if it were actually was that way um i don't think that's going to happen okay if anybody of wants to volunteer for extra credit, uh, well no a starch like
3: day a starch shirt is
1: not comfortable. It's stiff. Right. That's okay. correct. The Gemara actually says that the whole halach of Gihutz does not apply to us because Gihutz Shelanu Kikibus Shelohem. It's acknowledging that we don't exactly know what Gihutz is, but apparently it's tons of starch and it goes under that pressing board. And our, our gihuts is not that way. And uh, it's just like their ordinary laundering, which of course is permissible. So we don't have to worry about halachalamaisa, because the Gemara says that gihuts shelanu kikibus shelohem, and it does not apply uh, at all. Does not apply at all. Yeah. That's the Rambach. If you now take uh, the Mechaber, take the Mechaber in sh- page 8. So we find a machloikis between the Mechaber and the Ramah. We'll start with Sif Allah for a second, which talks about Kibbutz. Ovel also l'chabos kol Afilu b'mayim he can't even rinse his clothing throughout the shiva. So too you now ought to wear washed clothing, which were washed before the shiva, can't wear them during the shiva. The veld is noyag and not to wear freshly laundered clothing until the end of the shloshim. So I can tell the Ramah, <laughs> we do not uh, conduct ourselves that fashion to avoid eat, wa- wearing freshly laundered clothing till the end of the shloshim. Um, the gem and the custom is, somebody else puts them on. So when I went to Magin Avram, there were a couple of really... You know Yeshivisha guys, and they used to do that before the for the nine days. They would trade off their shirts and i don 't want to say their underwear uh in order to let somebody else wear it first for a, a couple of minutes and then they would be able to wear it because it wasn 't uh, freshly laundered any longer va fine um yeah. So now go to um Siv Gimel. Um you now wear during the Shiva um new utensils which are colored. During the Shiva, you can't wear colored or old ones. Um and the, the Ramah adds, the Osr uh, the Lilbosh Big Day Shabbos, the Ramah holds that an Ovel is not permitted to wear his normal Shabbos suit. We don't pask in that way either. We allow an Ovel. Ava Ken Mutera Afilo al Ravimo. Then Sif Hay. Kol Shloshim Yom Osr Lilbosh, Ola Hatzia Tachtav, answers the Ramah. So the Mechaber says it does not apply to sheets and pillowcases, and the Rama says it does. beged uh, Pishta, That he says you have to wait one Yomtov, and the one Yomtov cannot be in the middle of the shloshim which it's mevat the Shloshim. The, the, the Yom is mevat the Shloshim in the middle of the Shloshim. But for this purpose, it does not until the next Yom comes after um, the Shloshim. And then you wait until Achiigo by So there are a variety of opinions. The Rambam said that it's right to the Shloshim. The, mecha, uh, the Mechaber says, it's um, uh, until another regel, But again, since gihutz, which he's talking about, has nothing to do with a little starch that we do, even though I often tell in Ovel um, for the shloishim not to wear starch shirts. Tell the Chinese cleaner uh, that for this month uh, they'll be without starch. Just to have like a reminder of the Halach of Gihuts, that applied, even though it's not technically the Isur of Gihuts. Not technically the Isu of Gihuts.
3: The Ramah held that it was for Klemita, yeah? The... Yes,
1: it was, according to the Ramah. But I might say, ain't anu kacha. Ain't kacha. Yeah. <coughs> All right, rabble Rabotai. We'll stop here and next week we move on to the big machloikis whether Shabbos is Ola Laminian and Yesh Avelus or Ein Avelus Beshabbos and the multi layer interpretations of Big Tysus there and quite a number of Rishonim as well. Have a wonderful evening.
0: Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you.
1: Thank you. good, night. Thank you. A good game today, huh? Nobody wants to cut two good games?
3: I didn't want to watch Tom Brady win again. I didn't watch.
1: Oh, okay. I only watched the first half. But um, no, that game I watched the whole game.
3: And I think the Chiefs, they're just too good, too many offensive ideas and things.
1: Yeah. They're very, very creative. That's for sure.
3: I I wanted to ask you for a moment about getting the Shurim online. Um, Okay. I sent an email to that gentleman, Ken. Didn't right. To me. Basically, I think uh, what I, from my understanding, is I need to be able to log on to your Zoom account, your Zoom TABC account. Right. So I'm going to send another email to Ken and I'm going to include you so that uh, I assume it's OK with you for me to do that. So
1: if you got, did you get t- today's, uh, do you always get um, Daniela's thing when she sends the source sheets? it includes a, a zoom site that is my zoom site
3: yeah but i have to log in as you in order to access the files oh okay so what would you need from me i well, I, well do you ever log into your zoom or it's like autom- it's all, you're already in every time you open it i'm already in every time I, I just push that button i'm in right so there must you must there must be a log on and password that you may not remember i don't know i, I don't and then once I'm in there, I guess, I guess Elisa Urowitz, uh, the office at Renat, she expressed not being comfortable logging into the account. Uh, okay, whatever. So my point is I just want to email Ken with you on the email, so don't be surprised. And then he, he, I, I think you had already told me you don't know the login and password because it's already done automatically. So maybe right. he knows it. And then once I go in there, I can get the files that I need and post them. Okay, every one of these are recorded. It says right. on my REC. Right. So my next thing is, I assume you're okay with for the for the Gemara Shear. That's what I'm going to focus on is the Gemara. Well, I'll see what's in there, but for now, the Gemara Shears and the women's Mishnah and, and the women's Chumashurim, and that's I'm perfect. just going to and I'll do the audio files only. I'm not going to put up a video. Is that okay? Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right, so I'll send an email you'll, so you'll CC. I just want to let you know that's what it is. Got it. No problem. Thank you very much.
1: No problem. Have a good night. You too.